0: Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from SingleInTheCity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Happy Sunday. Thanks for joining me tonight for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Belotta, matchmaker, dating coach, and founder of SingleInTheCity.ca. Gentlemen, are you feeling a little rusty when it comes to dating right now? Well, guys, tonight's guest is here to help you out. This week I'm joined by Connell Barrett, dating coach, founder of Dating Transformation, and author of the Amazon bestseller, Dating Sucks But You Don't. Connell helps men connect with women by unlocking their best, most authentic selves. And tonight he'll be dropping some of that knowledge to help you out. Uh, We'll be discussing rebooting your dating life as we shift out of the lockdown, the secret to unlocking dating confidence, and how you can successfully approach women and flirt. Thanks for joining us tonight, Connell.
0: Laura, thank you so much for having me on. I'm psyched to be with you.
1: I'm psyched that you're here. Now, where are you calling from again? Is it LA?
0: I'm in New York City.
1: Beautiful. We're not that far. (laughs) not too bad
0: no a great place i've been living and dating here for 20 years so i I know
1: we should have a show on that dating in new york Uh, is it true there really are not that many uh men compared to women in new york when it comes to definitely dating
0: it 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 is true that statistically because there's a large gay population of men Mm -hmm. and just women seem to flock to new york they're Men, straight men do seem to be at an advantage where there's more single women for straight single guys. But that said, it's nothing that a, a awesome woman can't handle. There's plenty of there's always there's somebody out there for everyone, I believe, with enough with enough effort and, and action.
1: You must have had an incredible dating life. <laughs> I don't know what your situation well, is like now, but <laughs>
0: I <laughs> no, I've had an incredible run of of dating and learning about dating because I started off having a terrible dating life, which is how I got into this arena of learning how to be more confident, learning how to flirt, learning how to get out of the friend zone, because I was dealing with all those problems, gosh, 15 years ago when I came to New York City and I wanted a date, but I could not approach. I didn't know how to talk to women. I didn't know what to say on dates. I, I was lonely. I was getting friend zoned. So I had to do a lot of work and effort to get a really great dating life. And it started from a place of fixing the problems that I I had.
1: Yeah, I love that. Now, as things reopen and we shift to a a more normal lifestyle, a lot of us are going to be getting back out there for the first time in almost, I don't know, what, a year and a half, I think. And it can be quite intimidating for a lot of people Uh, What do you think are some of the most important things to keep in mind as we try to meet new people and date again?
0: I think you want to go back to some basics here. Mm -hmm. If you are about to have your first in real life, first date since lockdown, then just come back to some fundamentals. Make sure that you are focused on making good eye contact, letting your voice be heard on a date. Uh, It's important that your vocal tonality is relatively confident and that you can be heard. You're not on a Zoom call anymore. You're about to be in a bar or you're about to be in a lounge where it might be a little bit louder. So make sure you can be heard. Make sure you have good eye contact. And then I think third and maybe most important is have a sense of gratitude about how you're about to go back into the world, hopefully maskless hopefully totally safe from all potential viruses. And just once you walk into that venue and meet that other person for your first post-lockdown date, look at that as a 10 out of 10 win for you, no matter how the date goes, whether or not there's a connection or not. Just the fact that you're out of lockdown and on a date looking for love, I think that's something to appreciate and feel great about, no matter how the date goes.
1: Exactly. Um, and and enjoy it as a new experience, right? And, and maybe it won't go anywhere, but maybe you'll have a new friend or maybe not. But who cares? It's an experience. Now, I think also it's important. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say that I had my first post-COVID date back in April. And you know what? It wasn't an amazing love connection. Neither of us looked at each other like we wanted to have babies. <laughs> but we both had a great we But it was pleasant, great right? Because... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We were sitting two feet apart instead of six feet apart. No masks both vaccinated having a cocktail indoors it felt like another being in another time the before times uh, and we hugged goodnight and basically we both knew it well, wasn't you meant did to hug, eh? it, it felt great we 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 had, it was a friendly hug goodnight um but we both knew it wasn't meant to be maybe romantically but it was just nice to be back out there in the world back in the arena back in the game
1: how about not having like just or putting too much pressure on yourself you know and having uh, high high expectations. I remember when I used to host my in-person dating events, which I'm hoping to get back to in the fall. Uh, people would come to these events and if they didn't meet anybody, they'd be pissed off. They'd be in this horrible mood. It's like, well, just you know, go out, you know, with with the intentions of having a good time, right? D- don't Absolutely. go out and 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 get disappointed if the person that you're meeting is is not the end all be all for you. How do you feel about that?
0: Absolutely. I love that. I, I love that because, t- to me, the best way to have a really good date is to focus on things that you can control. You can't control whether or not that other person thinks you're God's gift, and they may or may not want to have another date with you. Now, I, you want a great romantic connection, of course. We all want that, but it's not in your control. So, what do we want to do? Come back to three basics. I call them the three P's. If you go out on a first date, focus on number one being present. Get in the moment with that person. Give them the present of your presence. Number two, be positive. Dates should be fun. Talk about fun things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just got laid off. I'm sorry. Your dog is sick. I'm sorry. Don't bring that to the date. No, don't and then the third P and then the third P is playfulness. Dates should be fun. Have staring contests, thumb wrestle, uh, crack jokes, get silly. Um, and if you focus on the three p's, which are all things that you can control, there's a much better chance that the other person will be into you, but even if they're not, that's fine. You've followed your personal roadmap, and then you should feel great about that.
1: I love all of that, and I think it's important too to uh before you start dating again that you enter um, the dating world as a whole rounded human you know, person so you can contribute to the health of a relationship. Because when you know yourself, that's going to keep you on track to getting exactly what you want and need from your future partner. And it can also save you from getting stuck in something really toxic. So what you want to do is write down a list of traits that describe your ideal person and the ideal partnership that you want. You know, uh, having clear goals can really keep you focused on finding a partner who can share those goals with you ultimately. And and then also, like, do some self-reflection and really Mm -hmm. get to know yourself before getting into a relationship. What are your goals? You know, what are those deal breakers? What are those things that you're not going to put up with? And what are those core values? Like, what's really important to you? Um, what do you,
0: how do you feel about that? I love the writing assignment that you just suggested of writing. Out <laughs> I goals. Yeah.
1: Well, writing I do it for myself. So.
0: I think it's so important to get these things out of your head and on a piece of paper or on a word document, get mm-hmm. them out of your head, write out those goals, those values. And I'll add one thing to that. In yeah. addition to your tip, which is awesome. Here's another t- Here's a tip I give my clients. And I think anybody listening to this should do this write out what I call the awesome list, write out 25 specific reasons why you are an awesome catch for another person. And it can be anything, it can be small, as long as it's specific. Maybe it's you speak a second language or you make great pancakes, you're an awesome kisser, you're a great son or brother or dad or mom, whatever it might be, write out a list because it's so easy in dating for us to focus on what we think we lack, oh, I'm not tall enough. I'm not good looking enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not whatever enough. To hell with that. Focus on what you offer. And once you get in touch with what you offer, you stand taller, you feel more confident and you walk into that date or walk up to that attractive stranger feeling like I'm awesome. The question is, are they good enough for me? That's a great place to be in dating.
1: I love it. And you know what? Ask yourself that question. Would I date myself? And if the answer Mm. is no, then you can't expect somebody else to want to date you. I mean, do you possess the qualities that others are looking for? Like, can you engage in conversation? Do you have good uh, values and and morals? Are you intelligent, loyal, trustworthy, you know, kind, optimistic, Mm -hmm. all these things that other people are looking for? And if the answer is no to most of these questions, then you really need to work on yourself to become the person whom you want to be in a relationship with. Um,
0: And that's so so important. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. uh, The the work on ourselves never ends. We're always growing. We're always evolving. And it's okay to know that you're a work in progress. You just want to get a little bit better than you were the day before. So here's a great tip. Don't compare yourself to other people, which is easy for us to do. That's not a recipe for happiness. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday. So in dating, don't compare yourself to other people. That's a recipe for insecurity and low confidence. Why am I not as cool or as attractive as that person? Instead, compare yourself to who you were yesterday and try to be 1% better than that person today. And then in a year, you're going to have grown an amazing amount and be an even more attractive version of yourself and an even better catch.
1: Excellent advice and so much more to come what men do to build that dating uh, relationship confidence before they get back out there in the dating world we're going to help you with that when we come back stay with us
0: Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
1: Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bilotta, with dating coach Connell Barrett, discussing how men can get back out there successfully as we shift out of lockdown. Let's get back at it. Okay. I know so many men are having a hard time getting back out there due to a lack of confidence. They're not fully comfortable putting themselves out there. They're feeling a little rusty or they just don't even know where to start again, you know. And most of the frustration that accompanies dating stems from the negative beliefs that we hold, such as, you know, I'll never find a partner, I'm destined to be alone forever, or there's... Nobody in this world is going to love me or all the good ones are taking, right? Um, But these beliefs affect the way that we feel about ourselves and even the way that we show up physically when, when we're out on dates. And that's why confidence is so important because when you're confident in yourself and your ability to attract the right person for you, dating can feel a lot less stressful and it can be a lot more fun. So what can men do to build that dating uh, slash relationship confidence before they get back out there? What are some of the, well,
0: the first thing they need? Yeah, great question. Well, so the reason my book is called Dating Sucks But You Don't is because that's what so many men believe. They think, oh, I'm getting ghosted or I'm getting rejected because I suck. And that's just not true. Dating can definitely be painful and sucky at times. Um, but but I believe everyone has within them what I call the higher self their best, most present, confident version of themselves. So one of the things men can do, like I mentioned in the last segment, is just get in touch with some of the things that make them a great catch for any woman. So write out that awesome list. That's step number one. Another thing a guy can do is be working on some sort of passion project. Have a great hobby that lights you up. Uh, Maybe it's taking a foreign language. Maybe it's traveling. Maybe you are uh, writing a book. It could be anything. Because guess what? If you're passionate about something and you talk about that thing you're passionate about on that first date, passionate people are very attractive. Women are drawn to men who are excited about their new deck they're putting out in the back of the house or their new workout regimen, whatever it might be. So find a project, find a self-improvement project, something that lights you up if you light yourself up on a date talking about your favorite hobbies, guess what? The woman you're on a date with is going to be really intrigued by how excited you are about life and turned on you are about your own life and projects. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, and also gives you something to talk about on dates. remember coaching this Ooh. guy and it's like, what What are you passionate about? Nothing. Well, what? <laughs> mm what do you like to do for fun? Um, well, not really anything. Well, what are your hobbies? Well, not really anything. I said, well, what are you going to talk about on dates? I said, you have to, you know, find what, what makes you happy. You know, what are your passions? You need, you need to be able to talk about something when you're on these dates. Very important. Yeah, love that.
0: Especially out of, as we're, we're now emerging again, knock on wood from mm-hmm. COVID once and for all soon, hopefully. Um, You know, what's the first question that you're going to be asked on that first date post lockdown? You're going to be asked some variation of how did you how did you spend the time? How did you spend the last year and a half? Did you watch Anchorman 77 times or did you read (laughs) Plato or did you take up baking? Did you do something that helped you grow, helped you evolve in some way? Um, I'd much rather be on a date talking about how I have mastered the vanilla cupcake then I watched, you know, um, the forty-year-old virgin. You know, Before I played
1: video games. So, or what do you do on the weekends? Exactly. I play video games. I remember being on the, on a date with this guy. I was like, what do you do on the weekends? He's like, I just watch sports. Like, I, I basically hang out in the basement and watch sports all weekend. I'm like, fun. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Next. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: And well, there's nothing wrong
0: with talking about your your favorite. Sports, no,
1: I get it, but that can't be the only thing that you know excites you.
0: Really, e- exactly. I think <laughs> that's a great point. So w- one thing you want to have ready in your back pocket when you're out there post lockdown dating is have a really good answer, have a true answer ready with from for the question. So how did you spend the time? You know, did you? Did you? T- what project did you take up? Maybe you reconnected with friends. Maybe you read some great books. It doesn't have to be that you wrote a novel or built the tallest building in the city. It could just be something you have a lot of passion for. But just don't forget that that passionate people are very attractive people, and that makes you a better dater.
1: Yes, and how about dressing properly, getting some new clothes? Mm-hmm. I mean, women love a guy with a sense of style. You don't have to be GQ. But whatever you do, you want to make sure that your clothes fit your body properly. And you always want to maintain good posture, too. I th- I find that that helps. You know, when you're slouchy, you don't feel as confident. But when you sit up straight and you're stretching up and, you know, stretch a lot, right? That also helps with your confidence. And then I love this one because this really helps me with my confidence is exercising regularly. It in- It releases oh. endorphins which makes you feel good, makes you look good. And women love to hear that her guy, you know, goes to the gym mm-hmm. or, or is active and participates in sports regularly. Um, and just one more thing, um, I think you had something else to say, but uh, this is one that I also tell a lot of my clients is to attend speed dating events. And I, right now they're virtual. I'm sure in-person events will be opening up very soon, but but you could consider these as dating practice. And the more you date, the easier it gets. So I love that, guys. You know, if, you're, if you lack confidence, just, just practice. Practice makes perfect. Practice, practice, practice. I had guys that would attend my speed dating events, event after event after event, and they'd get knocked down. And then, you know, as time went on, they eventually got better at it and then went on to have happy, healthy relationships. But it took a little bit for some, right? But practice makes perfect, so...
0: I love everything you just said. I just came back from a hardcore workout. I have six pack abs anytime soon, but I feel better. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a two pack anytime soon. Let alone a six pack, but you know what? I feel great. I got my 12,000 steps in. I, 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 I pumped some iron, but let me give, if I can share one really, really important tip that I think everyone should embrace in their dating life. And this is the, This is the complete essence of what I teach, what I coach, and it's what my book is about. Which is simply, when you go on a date or when you put yourself out there in a romantic setting, become what I call radically authentic. What does that mean? That means don't run away from who you are. Lean into it. Lean into your value proposition, your unique, specific value proposition. So, for example, I'm still single for the time being. Um, When I when I go out on dates. I'm showing women who I really am. I talk about being a dating coach. I'm a nerd. I talk about books I love.
1: You talk about that on a first date, the dating coach. I, only could, I, I will only tell people I'm a coach if I feel comfortable around them. Otherwise, I don't. Like, if I feel like sure. the relationship may be heading somewhere, then I will tell them. But other than well, that, I don't, I don't tell them. Like, I won't tell them. Like, if I'm talking to them online, I will never tell anybody what I do. Because I feel that people judge me. Don't you feel judged?
0: I totally feel judged, but not in a bad way. I want oh, to
1: see, I feel like I'm being judged in a bad way. Because I feel like men are intimidated by what I do. Because they feel like I'm going to judge them. Good. Like, oh, maybe I'm Good. not
0: doing that right. Well, you're, you're weeding out. I think you're weeding. Laura, I think you're weeding out men who can't handle who you are and what you do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good thing because that means you're marketing to men who can handle you, who do want uh, a guy who does want a dynamic, intelligent, successful woman who has an unusual but badass job. And that's what I've learned because I've been I've had better dating success in in the last couple of years as a quote dating coach than I did before I would lead with that. Because that sort of polarizing, hey, this is the real me. It's transparent. Is it going to turn off some women? Absolutely. But others are like, wow, I would love to date the real life hitch. That sounds fun. (laughs) Uh, So I really am a big believer in, yes, put your best foot forward. But you also want to make sure that you're showing a real true, genuine, authentic sample of who you are. Because you don't have to try to be somebody else. You're going to be at your most confident if you are being your your what I call radically authentic self, showing your sense of humor, your beliefs, telling your stories, you're going you're not going to attract everybody that way. But you're going to be very very attractive to the, um, the right. morality of people who like your type. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It is true. Um, now, having confidence can play a really big role when it comes to making these initial connections and and how they play out. How can you hang on to this once you're out in the real world and putting it to the test in, in new situations? Like what advice do you have for men who haven't been able to find this confidence yet?
0: Mm. So you're talking about like meeting people in real life, approaching that sort of like in social yes. situations like that? Yes. Yes. Uh, great question. So the, the secret to approaching confidence is to, again, make it very action and process based make your goal not to approach and get a phone number and a date and quote unquote create make sparks fly that that would be an amazing bonus if it happens but really your only goal when you approach is to follow the process and make it about giving something see most guys go up to the few men who do approach a woman The reason why they're so afraid and not confident is because they're focused on rejection. They're focused on having it not go well or having her say, "Ooh, no, thanks. Go away. I'm not interested. And those things are possible. Don't get me wrong. But really, I'd much rather have that guy focus on, you know what? There's an attractive stranger waiting for her chai latte at Starbucks. And I love that tattoo on her right arm. I'm going to go compliment her on that and tell her how cool it is. That's your only goal is break the ice with a well-intentioned offer of some kind of positive, good vibes. Not trying to get her number, not trying to hit on her, certainly not trying to hit on her. Just want to approach, put my best shot out there, and see if maybe there's natural romantic chemistry. And if you take control of, if you make it all about the process, not about the results, then you'll get a lot more confidence because you can control the process.
1: Right. Now, I want to get into approaching a little later on in the next segment. We won't have time in this one, but um, let's just continue with this. Um, are there things that men can do at home to give themselves a boost before heading out on a first date or a situation where they'll have the chance to meet new people? What do you yeah, think? absolutely. I mean, I do. I have a couple uh, of tips, but a couple of hacks. Um, but, but I, I love what to sing. From you?
0: Yeah, I love – well, I, I have my clients do what I call the confidence kickoff every morning. Yeah. You take 15 minutes. You could do it seated alone, quiet, you could do it while at the gym, while moving around. Basically take 15 minutes and get in touch with that the value you offer, what's awesome about you. Focus on some really empowering things, focus on gratitude. Basically you create your own personalized 15-minute meditation that really puts you in a great emotional state. And another thing I love to do this is not at home, but this is literally as you walk into the bar for the date or if you're going out to approach people or socialize is put on your favorite song on your iphone or on your on your phone and sing it
1: bass heavy songs bass heavy songs, okay. Um, they say there was a 2014 study published in the journal Social Psychological and Personality Science found that listening to music can increase your confidence levels and make you feel powerful. And the study found yes. that songs that were bass heavy left the participants feeling and acting more confident. And I, it, it works for me. It's all about the bass. I'll put on it's like all that. About I'll that music that with that, 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 bass. that bass. I'll put on my J, JL, JBL speaker and just be like, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. I dance, I dance before my dates. I put per, I love, perfume is confidence in a bottle, okay? Find a scent that, that <laughs> really works for you. I mean those are a couple of hacks as well. We need to take a break, guys, but when we come back, we're going to talk about making a great first impression online. We'll be right back.
0: Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from SingleInThisCity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto
1: it's Sunday night and you're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta with my special guest tonight, Connell Barrett. We're talking about how men can gain the confidence they need to approach women. Well, that's coming up soon here. Let's jump right back in. So let's talk about making a great first impression online. Uh, this is the fun stuff, right? Flirting and meeting new women. So first of all, let's chat about online dating. It, it's one of the easiest ways to meet people. We all know that, especially over the past year and a half since, you know, you don't uh, have to put yourself out there in the same way as you do in real life. How do you think men can make a great first impression online? Let's talk about this. This is so important. First thing's, this is so important.
0: Yeah. By far the most important piece of real estate on your dating profile is that first photograph. The uh-huh. Photo. Yep. And that should <laughs> be... Almost always, there's exceptions to every rule, but for nine out of 10 guys, it should be a portrait of you, well-dressed, basically wearing what you'd wear on a first date, looking good, well-lit photo, and wearing an authentic smile, a real genuine smile, looking your best, probably should be taken, that that photograph should be taken outdoors because natural light is more, more flattering than indoor light. So that first photograph should be a portrait, waist up, smiling, real smile, looking first date great. That is the fastest way to get more better matches because way too many guys have that dark selfie, grainy selfie. Or a shot where they're wearing a ball cap and sunglasses, they're not smiling, they're scowling. I had a client, my old client Kevin came to me, was not getting any matches on the apps. And I looked at his his first couple of photos and they were taken in his garage. He's wearing sweatpants. It's dark and he's scowling. Yeah, He looked like, he looked like Dexter in his kill room.
1: You have like, like no literally wonder women, like not even a no second. No wonder
0: women aren't matching. Go ahead. You,
1: you literally have like a second on an online dating site to make a first impression because people swipe so quickly. And don't yeah. use your worst picture, you know, as your lead picture, <laughs> Or you shouldn't even use a bad picture. But you want to make sure that your best picture is first. And then you want to have different shots. You know, you want to have a close-up and a full width and, um, you know, head to toe and then an action shot. And you don't want to have tons of people in it. And you want people to see your eyes, right?
0: No sunglasses as well. Right. All right, what exactly. else? Exactly. Here's a, well, here, I, I, I say follow the what I call the one, two, three punch. Here are your first three photos for most guys on a dating app. Number one, the first photo should be that portrait I mentioned. Uh, well-dressed, first looking first date, great. The second shot should be another portrait, but totally different outfit, different vibe. Maybe you're wearing a leather jacket or a suit in that second one instead of the button down like in the first one. Maybe just t-shirt and jeans. Just give her a different look at you so she can see a different side of you. That's photo number two. Photo number three should be what I call the awe photo. As in awe, he has a heart. Aww. A real person. You know, if you have a dog, love that's that. puppy photos. If I you, love I five. have a great, I don't have a dog yet, but I have a, a wonderful shot of my niece and me on her wedding day. We look, we look like an adorable uncle and niece. I also have a, a caption that says she's my niece. So women don't think it's my girlfriend. <laughs> and that makes, that makes a woman who's is your niece say, okay
1: Aww. with being on your dating uh, profile?
0: Yes, yes, I thought okay, <laughs> absolutely. He's on I, the team.
1: I remember someone telling me, my friend Patrick had me on his dating profiles. So I was like, I saw you on this guy's profile. <laughs> is, yeah, yeah, get permission, we're like, get permission. He to the same age, so I'm not sure why he would do that. You don't want to do that, where someone has to question, is that his girlfriend or ex or something like that, right? Uh, some people may right. think that you're looking for a threesome, so... Be clear. Be clear. <laughs> I have these. Um, I have. I have these reels that I make on my on my Instagram. Uh, you have to check them out. The last few that I made. If it's, it's, it's online dating photos could talk, they are oh, they are hilarious. I must say. Anyways, uh, okay. What are some other things? Um, how can men make a great first impression online? How about using proper yeah, spelling so, and grammar? Oh,
0: it's so yeah. important. No typos. No misspellings. Um, I like to here's a great here's a great thing that, that anybody can do. The the last line of your bio, mm-hmm. you should write a bio, do not not write a bio assuming yep. it's like Tinder or Bumble. Write a, yep. write a bio, write a bio that shows some personality that shows something about yourself that you yep. want women to know. Um, and I love having a call to action at the end of it. What's a call to action? It's a marketing term. Basically it's like on YouTube, right, when they say like and subscribe. Or call now. Operators are standing by. want to give the woman who's looking at your profile something. Make it, make it easy for her to swipe right and then write to you, especially on Bumble, where the woman has to make the first move. So, for example, what's a good call to action? It might be what I have on my current Bumble profile, which is I'm puppy shopping. Should I get a Frenchie or a Bulldog? Women can now – now women know what they do. Brilliant. Can. Or, or maybe it's swipe right if you love the Beatles. Hey, I want to date a fellow Beatles fan, perhaps Um, any you want to you want that last line to be a fun, easy question to answer or give her give her a reason to swipe right and then to write to you or give her something to write about. Because, guys, women are just as in their head about what to write as we are. So make it easy for them. Yeah. Have that call to action at the end
1: love everything that you're saying. And I've never even heard that one. Like, I I loved your example. So that's fantastic. You also want to be unique but genuine. You know, there are thousands of singles, Mm. thousands, thousands using dating apps right now. So you have to stand out. But you shouldn't exaggerate details about yourself. You don't ever want to lie, right? You want to be true and authentic to who you are. Um, Maybe you have a unique quirk. Maybe you have a career that is a little unusual. You know, post that, right? And then you also want to keep it positive. You don't want to be a Debbie Downer. You do not want to be a Debbie Downer. You want to keep it positive. Uh, you don't want to be too demanding on your profile. It's always good to say what you're looking for, but but you want it. To, you want to stay upbeat and positive, um, and, and in your messages as well.
0: So, absolutely, keep it positive. And the last thing I'll say <laughs> was uh, for guys: no fish photos. Women don't oh, fish. You catch I fish. I make fun of
1: those too. <laughs>
0: Um, there's a chapter in my book. The chapter is called, it's the online dating chapter. It's called, it's not you. It's the halibut you're holding. Um, do not show shots of you. Even if you're a great fisherman, you can talk about that. Maybe on the date, women have seen way too many. Hey, look, I caught a fish photos. It doesn't help you.
1: Yeah. All right. We need to take a break. When we come back, um, we're going to go over how to approach women in person right now. We'll be right back.
0: The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: And we're back. This is the Dating and Relationship Show. You're listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto on Sunday night. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca with tonight's guest, Connell Barrett, getting back to our chat on how men can successfully approach. Let's get back to it. Now, Connell, um... Approaching new people is something that might be a bit tricky. You want to make sure that, especially now, right, because there's this gray area. You want to make sure that the women you're approaching are comfortable with someone new being in their space and that they'll be accepting of your advances. I'm a believer in going for it, you know, but but maybe at keeping your distance a little bit because you never know what can happen if you try, so you have to go for it. But what advice do you have for men who are ready to approach women in person right now?
0: I think the first thing. Yeah, the first thing men need to realize is that it's okay to approach as long as you do it in the right way. Do it with empathy and do it in a very G rated fashion. It's not okay to walk up and hit on a girl and creep her out and be all. In her face. You know yeah, how you totally doing? fine. <laughs> none of that. I, I, actually,
1: <laughs> actually, how you doing? Would be really. How fun you
0: doing? If it was done, if it was done with a little. The, the guy little looks bit of up and irony. down
1: like you're a piece of meat, and it's like, "Hey, are you?" Doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, none of that. I, th- I think a lot of men come to me and they're like, "You know what? I'm stuck. I want to approach women. I'd love to meet an attractive woman who I see out in the world, but I don't want to be that creepy guy." I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable. At the same time, he doesn't want to be alone and get stuck in a friend zone and never have any dates. So guys are sort of stuck. So what's the middle ground? It's to, you have to fully commit to the approach. You can't half-ass it. What I mean by that is you can't walk by a woman and say, oh, hey, I like your shoes, and then just walk away. There's no chance <laughs> for her to respond. It's like, don't what? you a hit and run. Like, don't half-ass it. Use your whole ass. At the same oh, time. Oh. You've got to, at the same time, you've got to commit to it, but, but have empathy and make it, make it very G rated. Here's the best way to do it. Um, I simply, I love what I call the compliment opener. I call it the power compliment. What's the power compliment? It's something specific and sincere that you notice about her, besides her looks, don't make it about her body parts or her looks, but maybe you notice she has a really cool tattoo or great style or she's getting the same kind of coffee you're getting at Starbucks or she's reading a book at or looking at a book at a bookstore and you read that book and that you, and you like it, whatever it might be, notice something that you like about her and then simply say, excuse me, miss, I just had to say that I really love your leather jacket. You have great style. Nice job. And that's all you're doing to start G rated. It gives her space. It's not hitting on her. It's not creepy. And her reaction will tell you what you need to know next. Maybe her, maybe her eyes will light up, and she'll, she'll say, "Thank you so much. I love this jacket. Um, I like your tennis shoes." And all of a sudden, you're talking about style. Um, or maybe she won't be that responsive. Or, or or maybe she'll maybe her her body language will say, "Okay, thank you. Have a nice day." And then you can go on your way without having pushed it too far. But really, it's all about committing to that that. Approach, committing to that opening line, and doing it in a way that's intended to make her smile. The intention here is not to get a phone number and date. It's certainly not to hit on her. Your intention is to make her day or night a little bit better than before she met you.
1: Okay, that's but great well, okay, great. Focus. But what if what if she's she's paying attention to you? She turns around, she's smiling, hmm. she's giggling. She's like, hey, you know, she's got her body turned towards yours, mm-hmm. and she's engaging in conversation. Then what?
0: Great. Then you simply talk about the two most important topics that are happening. You and her. Mm -hmm. You talk about her, you find out her name, you say your name, you ask, you ask boring questions. Here's, here's such a myth about approaching and, and, and connecting in real life. So many men think the bar is really high for how good the conversation has to be. It's not, it's not a Ted talk. It's not a stand up comedy routine. It's not a, a sexy, creepy hit on her. It's just chatting. What do you do? Oh, hey, nice to meet you. What's your name? Oh, hi, Beth. I'm Connell, pleasure. What are you up to today? Besides talking to a handsome ginger man. I don't know. <laughs> say whatever you want to say. If, she's, if she, get present, listen, and just keep, if you keep the topic about the two of you, you're gonna be talking about the two most important things to both of you, each other, and then chat for two or three minutes, very, very almost small talk, get to know you, chit chat, um, and then say, you know what? You seem really cool. Uh, I'm glad I came up to you. Would you like to get a drink sometime? What's your number? And then she'll, she'll say yes or no to that. Um, but the conversational bar is very low. Just talk about her, talk about you. And then after a couple, two or three or four minutes of conversation, uh, suggest a date. And, uh, it's it's pretty much a simple
1: number. Ask for her number. Don't give her yours because most women don't want to call you. Uh, and if she doesn't feel comfortable with the number, then give her your email address or your, I don't know, your Instagram account if she's comfortable with it. But, but, but you Absolutely. are the one that wants to, to contact her.
0: Yes. And I would actually suggest you set up the date with her right then and there. And then you simply make the phone number a simple side effect of people agreeing they're going to have a date it's not about the phone number, it's about the two of you meeting up at another time.
1: Right, but sometimes they they, they, they may need to process it and they may not be open to doing that, right? Depends on the job.
0: Sure. Absolutely. And if that's the and, case, then you simply say, hey, let me get yeah. your number and then start texting.
1: And so quickly, you don't want to wait until the next day to text a girl either. Like, I suggest, you know, text her immediately after getting her number. You know, even 50 minutes after you yeah. meet her is good. Even better, like, text her when you're right in front of her this way you're you know you're fresh in her mind She'll remember you right away um next time your number pops up she's also going to feel more comfortable comfortable about your uh text interaction with her because you've already started texting her when you were with her what do you think or how do you feel about that
0: 100 percent agree the iron is hottest right when you've met and you get that number so text right away set the date up as soon as you can because the more time passes the more the more the time passes the the colder the trail grow, goes so yeah text her right away and set up that date sooner rather than later
1: i love all of this i loved having you on the show and i'm looking forward to having you on again and again and again and again um so where can people <laughs> learn more about you conal we're going to be new clubhouse friends. yeah Bye.
0: Oh, I can't wait. I'd love to be on your clubhouse. Come on my Instagram, please. I'd love to have my guys meet you as well. I got quite a big call. I love
1: that. Yeah. Okay. So where Um, can they find you, though?
0: Yeah. So uh, datingtransformation.com is my homepage, and that's where you can find out about my book, Dating Sucks But You Don't, which is my life's work. It's literally everything a guy needs to go from lacking confidence and not knowing how to flirt to getting a great girlfriend. Um, So, yeah, Dating Sucks But You Don't. You can get that on Amazon or on my homepage, datingtransformation.com.
1: Amazing. And if you want a little more help when it comes to dating and approaching women, you can visit my website, singleinthecity.ca, to learn more uh, and sign up for my Total Approach Program. It's my winning formula for approaching women and creating attraction. And thank you so much, everybody, for joining me this week. See you next week. Ciao for now.